Everyone was staring and gawking at me like I was a prince. I was a prince. Cha-Cha Heels. We are back. I'm Pete Zayas. And I'm the Black Kin. And we're here to give you all the dish and all of the inside stories and thoughts that are inside of our heads. Don't you think? I think that's correct. Oh, you come in like a you come in like a Jamaican. We're doing Jamaican time today, honey. You don't mess with the wrong witch. Oh, yes, honey. Angela Bassett is my co-host <laughs> from American Horror Story. <laughs> Welcome, Angela. You're welcome. Oh, I didn't know that I was going to be so blessed to have such a famous actress here in front of me in this closet. I did not know that. Well, now you know, honey. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for joining us. And thank you for listening, everybody. We are back again. Last week, we had our first guest on the show. We had Miss Chris Farah. We did. And now we're back to just the two of us. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try, just the two of us. And of course, we have our producer, Ethan. He's, um, he just spilled um, a Slurpee on my carpet. It's fine. I'm not used to having carpeting. I've always had um, hardwood floors. And now this, or have, anything nice. No, I've always had hardwood floors. And now my carpet, is, it's always filthy because I don't know how to like, I'm not used to like taking off my shoes. I'm not like living like I'm a Buddhist. I hate taking off my shoes. I had to you know, go. You go somewhere, and someone's like, "Take off your shoes." Oh, it's the worst. It's annoying. Lined up in the door. It's just annoying. And I have. I always like like to put on my shoes because my shoes go with my outfit. And then I take off my shoes. I'm like, well, now my socks have to match. And right. It's like that's a whole thing. Right. I mean, note to people: just get hardwood floors or let people wear their shoes, and then you clean the carpet later. Like, don't subject us to your weird. OCD ways. Also, if you're going to invite people over, then, you know, if you're inviting people to your house, expect them to wear shoes. That's true. I mean, I was going to, I got my carpet um, professionally cleaned like a month ago, and I was like, I'm going to make sure everybody takes off their shoes. I'm like, I don't want to be that person. Right. That's just annoying. Hi, welcome. Can you take off your shoes? Hi, welcome. Can you take off your shoes? No, thank you. Yeah. Well, not that many people come here at at once, but well, we had the Super Bowl. By the time this airs, it'll be two weeks later. But it's fine. We can still talk about it. I was, um, I performed at a gay bar called Akbar. In our neighborhood, they did a gay Super Bowl party, and I performed as the halftime as Liza Minnelli. 
You did a great job. Can you give us a little Liza? Oh, shit. This show, I'm sure how wonderful to be here. This is absolutely marvelous. I Seahawks versus Broncos. I, uh, my, uh, I was attacked by a Seahawk on Michael, Michael's ranch. And Mr. Michael, I, uh, Lizzie Taylor saved me from the Seahawk by spraying her perfume white diamonds in its eyes. That was a little bit of what I that did. That was good. Thank you. Honey, I had a wig on, and I had uh, my makeup done by myself. I did my own makeup. It looks flawless. Oh, thank you. I'm not good at putting on makeup, but I'm good at putting on a wig. You woke up like this, flawless. I woke up like this, flawless. So, what else is going on in the news? The Biggest Loser. Oh, yes. Honey, I've never watched that show before, and I'm so happy the first time I watched it, it was this one. Yes. This was... woman. She, I apparently lost an insane amount of weight and people are criticizing her now saying that she is looks like she's anorexic which i mean she does but this is la well the biggest loser just crowned karen carpenter as the winner honey that's what happened she came out there looking like karen carpenter (laughs) she is like literally sticks and bones but i feel like she'll probably gain a little weight back and be normal but it's like who cares it's los angeles everyone's like running around like sticks with wigs on and it's fine. I love Sticks with Wigs. Me too. I that's see the, it all the time. That's going to be our else. spin-off podcast called Sticks it's with Wigs. Sticks with Wigs. A real soap opera with real women. Sticks and Wigs. Yes, honey. Sticks with Wigs. Starring Kristen Wig. Starring Kristen Wig and um, Emily Sticks. <laughs> I don't know who she is, but I'm sure she'll be, somebody named Emily Sticks will be famous soon. By then, yes, of course. From London. I want new boots. Me too. I want boots. Do you want kinky boots? Oh, I want to see that show. But alas, I'm too busy filming this show in this closet. We're not filming it, but I mean... Recording it. Whatever. I gotta get to New York and get some kinky boots, honey. <laughs> no, I need some new boots. What kind of boots? Cowboy boots? I hate cowboy boots. Why? No, I will never wear cowboy boots. Why I do like you a hate com- cowboy boots? I just, they're just not my thing. I don't want to look like a cowboy. But you want to look like a... Wear combat boots? I like a combat boot. You I like would. a motorcycle boot. I like That's an good. ankle boot. I like a like, Cuban heel you boot. You only like ankle, ankle boots because you feel like you're wearing high heels. No, ankle boot looks cute when you wear like a short pant, like with a high, uh, and, then, and then like a, like a um, I don't know what I'm saying. It does not look cute. An ankle boot on a guy never looks cute if it's being shown. It's very anything. 60s. Ankle boots are very 60s. I love an ankle boot. I love, My heel broke off my ankle boot. I need to get fixed. Okay, so your top two boots are combat boots and ankle boots. I also like um, like a like a boot that comes up to the knee. I don't know what that's called. Knee-high boot. They don't make those for me. I got one. But my but the, I I my break I wear the soles of all my shoes out from dancing so hard in them. <laughs> it's true. I spin around so hard that I burn the soles of my shoes off. Speaking of burning burning and flaming soles, Clay Aiken is running for Congress. Did you like that segue? Oh, that was great actually. I didn't know where you were going, but you ended right. I don't know where I was going either. I never do. Clay Aiken running for Congress. It's, I would like to play a little bit for our listeners so that they can get a chance to really hear what he's about and his platform and what he hopes to do, how he hopes to change America. Let's play a little bit of his commercial. I was one year old, and my mother knocked on that door with only a diaper bag, the clothes on our backs, and me in her arms. A dime bag? She needed a diaper. place to stay where she could escape from my father and start a new life. And she found that place here in the home of a friend. Oh, I wish you could see this set. It looks like something from Mama's family. Slept on a mattress 
There's khakis. She's wearing khakis. She doesn't remember it. She sure remembers a lot about it. She's talking about something and then she says she doesn't remember it. Mothers are most of the pain of our lives. What is police photographs? This is where my life really began. Oh, nice. On the floor of a living room in a small North Carolina home where my mother and I only had each other. And she protected me. Not just from my father, but from as many harsh realities as she could. What are, what were those harsh realities? Not those khakis. She distracted me with music. This so is, much of who I am. How long is this? Yes, honey, she's serving you Congresswoman realness. A golden That's ticket. That's the best part of his story. She was in Willy Wonka. Well, it starts with a life I remember all too well. She just said that she forgot it. What good for you, bitch? Christmas isn't about the presents. What it's about bitch. Jesus and Kwanzaa? What a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. Anyway, that's enough of that. I can't. Anyway, she's running for con. I can't shut this off. Oh my god, he won't leave. Your phone's gonna. Sh- <laughs> no, I can't get rid of him. Wait, Clay, stop it. I'm no. What are you talking about? Be quiet. Shut up. Now she's going to UNICEF. Oh my gosh, she's possessed my phone. How do I turn this off? Oh, now she's a Democrat. I mean, <laughs> President Bush. What is she talking about? She's crazy. She's possessed my phone. I can't. Oh, honey, she's serving you a fucking soliloquy. What party, honey? This is not a party. I can't stop it. Oh, why won't she go away? Oh my God. She was trying to take over the show. I'll never get that time back. No, that's why my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> Never. So if you want to listen to Clay Aiken um, talk for hours and hours, vote for her. He should really write an, a fictional novel with that story. She's like a Daniel Steele novelist. Yeah. I she's, mean, she's she doesn't like, remember anything. She remembers it. The best she, part of her life. Wasn't the best she's part a, of her she's life. A, she's, a, she's a Democrat. She's a, she's a, she's a, she worked for Bush. She's in Uganda. She uh, uh, works for UNICEF. But she she remembers, but she can't remember. She's mad she didn't get enough presents during Christmas. She lives in that house, but it's not her house. I mean, honey, I love all the twists and turns that she has in this right. this monologue. I mean, you would think you would talk about being gay at least. Oh, honey, she's not going to talk about that. Why not? She's running for office. Whatever. She's wearing Hillary Clinton's old pantsuit. She's just giving you everything. He didn't mind talking about being gay when he was on that stage in Sparkles dancing around. As uh, the Dreamboat Technicolor. What's that show called? <laughs> Dreamboat Technicolor Rainbow. Jesus Christ Superstar? No, she was in Dreamboat Technicolor Rainbow. Is the one on rollerblades? Anyway, the point is, is that she was on Broadway. Right. She wasn't worried about being gay then, was she? I worry about being gay. Whatever. I wish she would be in this. I wish she was in Southern California so that we could vote for her. Wouldn't you vote for her? No. I want the, at least the option of voting for her because I don't know what she's running for. But I, Me lo- honey, she's you know I bet anyway I bet that she is running for us to all be able to wear wigs. I mean, what's his stance? People telling long fictional stories. That's my stance. That's, That's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> well, let's talk about food. 
Oh, are you hung? Are you hungry? Yes, for Khalees' new album. Khalees' new album is called Food. Food. And her first song is called Jerk Ribs. Ugh. It's like a 70s throwback, maybe? I like it. Here's a little clip. Soul food sister, Neo, soul food for thought. Food for thought, realness. Oh my goodness, Madonna was um for in Brooklyn at this Amnesty International uh, for for Pussy Riot, the the Russian group that was in jail. Now they're out of jail, and Madonna. Did they make a movie too? Pussy Riot. Yeah, wasn't there a movie like Pussy Cats? You thinking about cats on Broadway? Pussy Cat Kill Kill. That's faster, Pussycat Kill Kill. And that's separate from them. Well, those are three women that attack men, and these are two women that sing songs. So it's the same thing. I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, she was there for them, and what happened? She gave a speech. That speech that... I don't think she wrote that speech. Let's be honest. You think her children wrote I that I think her speech. children wrote it. Well, here's the thing. From watching that, because I make fun of Madonna a lot, but from watching that... that whole video i really think madonna in her heart of all hearts really does want to like fight for the cause and like you know all these things she talks about but i think it's at a very like base level it's always just on stage like if she can go somewhere on stage and she'll talk about it but you never see her like in the front lines you never see her like going to the streets or any of that it's only on a stage that's where it ends a stage with her well she figures she's already on stage she might as well shine light upon the problem and raise some money i mean there's nothing wrong with that she's always done that but um well, Madonna, you know, she likes, I think the way sometimes she talks to the audience, she likes to say, fuck yeah, because I think that she doesn't think that people are smart. So she talks to them in the very sort of like street way, street slang. No, I think her kids wrote that and that's why, fuck yeah. And she kept saying rude too. She kept saying rude. boo. Oh, I thought she was saying rude. She was saying boo and fuck yeah. She, you know, she wants to keep, she wants to be hip with the kids. She's got a growl. Madonna always is trying to, like, you know, wear grills. She, she wore a gold tooth when Neurotica, when she was Dita. But you don't remember that, do you? No, not at all. I only started, like, my first memory of Madonna was, Hey, Mr. DJ. That's like that's when, your first that's memory, first of, memory Madonna? of Madonna? Yeah, that's how much I'm not interested in Madonna. Well, let me refresh your, uh, let me give you a little education here, because I'm going to read you a bedtime story from Madonna's sex book. Uh. I like my pussy. Sometimes I stare at it in the mirror when I'm undressing and wonder what it would look like without any hair, like when I was a baby. Sometimes I sit at the edge of the bed and spread my legs and stare into the mirror and wonder what others see. Sometimes I stick my finger in my pussy and wiggle it around the dark wetness and feel what a cock or a tongue must feel when I'm sitting on it. I pull my finger out, and I always taste it and smell it. It's hard to describe. It smells like a baby to me, fresh and full of life. I love my pussy. It is the complete summation of my life. It's the place where all the most painful things have happened, but has given me indescribable pleasure. 
My pussy is the temple of learning. That is the most disturbing story I've ever heard. That came from her heart. Disgusting. And her pussy. Disgusting. You can't make a judgment on art. That's disgusting. That's not art. That's disgusting. Oh, you're such a prude. No, that's disgusting. That's how she felt. This book is her erotic fantasies. And that's one of them. It's to sit in the mirror and look at herself. I sit in the mirror and I look at myself. And that's when I put my vitamin C serum all over my face. And I say, time for bed. Okay, so we have a, a, a question from a listener. Ready? Ready? Okay. okay. This email is, the subject line says, hello, girls. Oh, hello, oh. girl. So it says, thanks for the amazing podcast. Well, you're welcome. It makes me laugh tons. Of course. I've listened to every episode three times already. Wow. Impressive. Okay, so now for my question. I need advice. We can do that for you. We can definitely do that. Okay, it goes like this. I am an open gay man that has problems when it comes to staying with a guy long term. I am always the one to break up with my boyfriends. And in retrospect, it's dumb reasons. Oh. Like a guy I dated who was in the Navy. In the Navy? He was perfect. However, I broke up with him because he always ordered nachos when we went to Denny's. But oh, honey, it was gross the way he smacked his food. Anyways, I always lose interest in my men or find them annoying when spending more than 24 hours with them consecutively. No matter what. Is it? Is this how it always will be? I am 23 years old and feel like I can't keep a man. Help. Shock treatment and not the musical. Love the podcast. Love Black Pen and... Black Ken and my Pete. P.S. I think your voice is sexy, Pete. <gasps> oh! Sign definitely crucial deadly white, white crystal inches. What does that mean? He's white. He has crucial inches. You know where? Okay. Well, to answer your question, okay, so y- you take your boyfriend, you guys go to Denny's, and he orders nachos, and he always orders nachos. That's disgusting. Well, also, you can't judge anybody about what they're ordering when you're at Denny's. You're at Denny's. No, but you still can. I mean, you can still get like a BLT sandwich or something. Well, so it was gross the way he smacked his food. Oh, I hate when people smack their food. I would dump him too. I can't date anybody that's smacking their food. It's disgusting. It's a turnoff. So we always lose interest. Well, if they're eating at Denny's and smacking their food, girl, I don't blame you. But he he wants to know if he spends more than 24 hours with them consecutively, if he, he gets... Annoyed. So what should he do? Well, don't spend 24 hours consecutively with anybody. You always have to have a little bit of mystery. Nobody appreciates anything that's around them for too long. That's why people, things that are rare or of more value, like gold, diamonds. they're Clean water. Clean water. That's why things like that are more valuable because they're hard to come by. So you always have to be unattainable, a little bit unattainable. Don't answer right away when they call. Call them back. Wait like a couple of hours. 
Um, but then you don't also don't want to do like the stereotypical like three day kind of thing. You kind of want to make up your own rules. Yeah, I didn't say do three days. I'm saying that you got to send them my rules. Like don't answer right away. Call them back at your convenience. And, um, you know, just don't always, if somebody picks up the phone and you answer right away, you have to be a little bit like, what, let them wonder, what are they doing? Oh, you like, you can't make them seem like they're the most interesting person in the world. I mean, I also think you should just get used to being a gay man and not being in a bunch of long-term relationships. Well, you can, be, well, not, especially when you're 23, right. you shouldn't be in any long-term relationship. That's you should true. be dating a lot of people and a lot of different types of people. It's true. And just don't go to Danny's all the time. And don't sleep with them. You can sleep with them. You have to check out the. You have to check out the goods. No, I wouldn't sleep with them because once you sleep with them, that's a automatic. Like they're gonna go. Well, when do you think he should sleep with somebody? If he's been seriously talking to them for like a month, then I think he should sleep with them. A month? Yeah, that's a, a month has already been wasted. I say three dates. Three dates. I used to go out on dates with people and say, "Okay, but well, I'm not gonna." You know, like I'd say, "You can come over, but I'm not gonna sleep with you." And, and you the first sleep. thing I did was jump on them. <laughs> Look, it worked out for me. I'm still here. Well, anyway, well, I hope that helps you. Yeah. I hope that was good advice. If anybody else has any questions for us, you can email us at chachaheelspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to sleep with Pete, you can email us too. And you can follow me on Twitter at Pete Sias. You can follow me at The Black Kin. And we also just created a new Facebook page. So please like us. We deserve it. You like me. You really, really like me. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to read from you an actual Craigslist misconnections. This is an actual post on Craigslist. This is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is the part of the podcast where we give back. Thank you. I'm going to give the reading like I, in the character like I think this person is. It's uh, The subject line is, I called you a cunt. Men for women. Yeah, I called you a cunt, but I still love you, you stupid woman. I was at your house yesterday, twice, had to be with your dad at the bar again. You came home the second time I was there. I hate this between us. All I ever wanted was to be with you. I still don't know why we were brought together the way we were, but it was so good, so quick. Are you afraid of commitment? Was it too much to handle? Was it that hard dealing with a guy that cared about you, took an interest in your life? If I could go back to, to October 2nd and start all over again, I would do it in a heartbeat, but I can't. I'm sorry. I have acted like a child, but you have me so twisted inside. I don't have a clue how to handle it. I mean, that's a damn mess. Yeah, if you're that woman that he's talking to, please don't go back to him. But maybe she was a cunt. I know, but I mean, he seems cunt-ish too. Well, anyway, that was an actual... Just don't go back. That was an actual misconnection. Be careful. It's my heart. I remember you. I remember you. I remember bringing you a box of candy on Valentine's Day. 
You said you didn't like chocolate and spit it out. I got so angry so I took the box of chocolate and bashed it over your head. Then I took the flowers I gave you and smashed them on your head as well. You got mad and ran out of the apartment and I was upset because that was my Valentine's Day too. I never heard from you again, but I always remember that Valentine's Day. The Valentine's Day that nobody wanted to be with me. I remember you. I remember you. Ready? Okay. One, two, three, four. Who has the highest score? We do. Louder, we Jamie. Do. Faster. We... Come on, Jamie. Coach. Let me see it. Let me see some pizzazz. Coach, what is it? We're doing the best we can. We just learned this chair five minutes ago. Take a knee. You girls hit the shower. But girl, why do I have to stay? Why do I have to stay? Jamie, what was that out there? It was one, two, three, four. Who has the highest score, Coach? You look crazy. What? I need to see pizzazz, Jamie. I didn't see pizzazz. You know what I saw? What? Camel toe. Coach, oh my God. Do you understand what we're preparing for here, Jamie? For nationals, like we always do. Yeah, and if we go to nationals, we may be selected to go to New York City to perform at the Today Show's 9-11 anniversary celebration live from Rockefeller Center. I know, Coach. Well, don't you want to go? Of course I do. I want to be a big Broadway star one day. Well, you're not going to do it, Jamie. You're not going to make it. You know why? Because you're off the squad. What? This is no. a big deal, Jamie. No. This is a national spotlight. No. Don't you cry, Jamie. Don't you cry. Truly, it's my life, coach. Then let me see you, Jamie. Let me see what you can do. Five, six, seven, eight. Toe touch. Higher. Higher. You look crazy. Shoulder to knee. Shoulder to knee. Oh, my God. Hasn't New York suffered enough? A parallelogram. Parallelogram, Jamie. What's a parallelogram? What's a parallelogram? No. Oh, my eyes. You make me have to squirt you with a squirt gun, Jamie, like a rabid cat. Well, ever since you went on your diet, you haven't been the same. I'm starving, okay? God, if I could just go for some barbecue chips right now. Coach. I smell food. Coach. Is it lunchtime? Coach. I'm hungry. Ah. Listen, Jamie. Listen. Here's five dollars. Go get me a hot lunch from the cafeteria. Maybe I'll let you back on the squad. You will? You're my daughter and I love you. What? I love you too, Mom. Oh, come here. Don't touch me. I told you don't call me Mom in public. Oh, I'm starving! I mean, Coach. <laughs> Wow, what an interesting dynamic between that mother and daughter. That mother needs to read that disgusting Madonna sex book and really give it to herself. When I was um, in high school, I think it was junior high, there was a teacher and her mom, um, well, there was a teacher, she was my English teacher and also the cheerleading coach and her daughter was in the, um, 
in the school and she was a cheerleader. And I had, um, I had her for English and she was mean. I used to, and I had just gotten my ears done. You know, I got, got my ears pinned back. And I remember I kept looking at them in the mirror all the time in a little handheld mirror in my bag. And one day she was like, put that mirror away. It was so mean to me. Everybody was so mean to me in high school. I mean, everyone's mean to everyone in high school. No, but everybody was particularly mean to me. No, I mean... Listen to this voice I have. And I could vogue. Anyway, what were you saying? Now it's time for Divas and Department Stores. Ma'am? Ma'am? This is a segment in the podcast where I'm going to give you a couple names of some big name divas. And you're going to let me know which department store you think they are. I can do this. I've done it before. (laughs) First up? Donna Summers. <gasps> Donna Summer. Oh my God. The first thing that came to my mind with Donna Summer is um, Sears. Sears. Because she's been around, Sears has been around since the 70s. Number two, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight is Montgomery Ward. <laughs> All right. Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce is, um, Beyonce's target because she's everywhere. Cher. Cher. Cher is um, Sephora. Because of all that makeup, honey. And that's Diva Department Stores. Ma'am? Ma'am? We're going to come up with another thing, because I don't know any more department stores. I think we've used them all. Smoke, you got a light? Debbie, what are you doing here? Sisters! Oh, okay, everything seems to be fun. Um, you should be having the baby shortly, and I'll go get the doctor. Uh, nurse, before you leave, um, I've had some real dramatic experiences in my life. Um, uh-huh. can you just make sure no one comes in? This is a really important moment for me. <laughs> oh, of course, I mean, this is a private hospital. So I'm gonna be well taken care of? You sure will. Thanks, nurse. Oh, a nurse was just in here. Did she take care of everything? No! Debbie! Yes, Amanda. What are you doing here? Well, I'm your sister. I should be here when you give birth to your first child. Debbie, get out. Get out. Nurse! Nurse! Oh, I just came in to see if you had a light. I need to smoke a cigarette. You can't smoke in here. I'm having a baby. Watch me. I'm your nurse now, and I'm going to give you real special care. No, Debbie, please get out. How could you not invite your own sister to your birth? First, I wasn't invited to your wedding, and now I'm not invited to the birth of your child. (laughs) I'm sure you've made a mistake. You must have just forgot to call me. I am, after all, your favorite sister. Yes, yes, that's it, Debbie. We forgot to call you. I brought you a present for you and the baby. What is it? This beautiful knife. No! No, Debbie, please. When I pushed you down the stairs, it was only because they didn't want you at the party. They said you were ugly and had a unibrow. Oh, so you pushed your own sister down the stairs. <laughs> I think, I think that deserves for me to say one more thing. What? It's time for a Cecilia. No! <laughs> ah, look at this baby. <laughs>
always wanted a baby. I'll just take my baby and go. But I want to thank you for giving me finally what I can never have. You know, I was unable to have a baby. I had a hysterectomy. You'll never get away with this. Oh, this baby's ugly. I know what? I think I'm going to go buy a truck instead. See you later, bitch. Sisters. My name's Amber, and this is my American Horror Story. The day, Valentine's Day. I was hanging out with two of my girlfriends and we were watching Sex in the City. One of my friends decided we should have a champagne toast. As the champagne bubbles made its way down my throat, I got a little tingle downstairs. I went outside and yelled for my upstairs neighbor, Stu. I said, hey, Stu. I said, I'm feeling real bubbly thanks to the champagne. I'm looking to get fucked. He said, come on up. He had to push me up the stairs because I was in a wheelchair because my legs got taken off by an SUV. He took me out of my wheelchair and placed me on his bed and made sweet, passionate love to me to the sounds of R. Kelly's I Believe I Could Fly. After we were finished, he put me back in my wheelchair and pushed me outside. I said, hey, Stu, can you help me down the stairs? He said, no, bitch, and he pushed me. I fell down the stairs, my wheelchair flew out, and our SUV was backing out of the lot. It ran over my right arm. I screamed for help, but none of my girlfriends could hear me. They were too drunk from the champagne, and sex in the city was loud. I stayed in that lot for a whole day. My name's Amber, and that's my American Horror Story. has really just been through it. What a Valentine's Day for her. But she's a survivor, and if there's one thing we can learn on Valentine's Day is to survive. What is some of your... What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? Something romantical and spectacular. Valentine's, I made up that last word. I know, honey. Um, I don't even... I'm trying to remember if I've had any really memorable Valentine's Days. I feel like I always get into fights on Valentine's Days. Shouldn't every day be Valentine's Day? Yeah, I think so. Valentine's Day is weird. It is kind of weird. Because it's like... I don't like chocolate. I guess flowers are fine. I guess I'm not a romantic person. Do you like raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens? I don't like that either. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. I hate that too. Wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. I don't want that. These are a few of my Valentine's things. Well then forget it. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I have any really... I remember I went on a, on a one on a first date with somebody on Valentine's Day. And I um, gave them flowers. And that was, I think, the only date I ever had with that person. I don't remember. Now it's time for... Women Screaming! <laughs> Last week's Women Screaming was Miss Kim Basinger from... Batman, the Ooh. 1989 Batman. I loved it because it was so long. It was all she just screams through that whole entire movie. Who do you like better, her or Michelle Pfeiffer? <gasps> a Michelle Pfeiffer, honey. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. Yes. Oh, I, but I like him basing her in Batman. Oh, you do. Yeah, she yeah. just screams. That's the best role I've ever seen her play because she screams. That's the role I could play. 
Just a blonde woman screaming as some man dressed up as a bat saves her life. That's my dream role. Mm-hmm. I was going to try something new this week and do women crying. What do you think? Sounds terrific. Hit it. Don't send me away. What? Please, don't send me away. Everybody always sends me away. When my parents died, my uncles, my aunts, they always sent me back. They always sent me back to the orphanage. Oh, who could that be? So emotional. Find out next week and we'll let you know which woman was crying. This is it. Thank you for calling Tracy and Tracy Enterprises. This is Tracy speaking. How may I help you? Hi, Tracy. This is Tracy, the assistant for Tracy. Yes, this is Tracy, the assistant for Tracy. How may I help you, Tracy? Hi, Tracy. I'm the other assistant for Tracy, the one that goes out and gets the coffee. Oh, yes, Tracy. I know who you are. Good, Tracy. I was calling because I got to the coffee shop and I realized I didn't get anyone's coffee order. You didn't get me or Tracy's coffee order? No one in the office, actually. So I was calling to see what people wanted. And if they wanted a tall, a grande, a venti, steam, no steam, foam, no foam, a little bit of sugar, no sugar, cream or no cream. Can you ask Tracy? Well, I know, Tracy, that Tracy wants coffee black, and I know that Tracy wants coffee with cream, and then I'll have a a green tea. Thank you, Tracy. No problem, Tracy. Did anyone want foam on the coffee, or maybe cream, or a little bit of sugar? Hold on, Tracy. Let me connect you with Tracy. Sure. Hi, this is Tracy. How may I help you? Hi, Tracy. This is your other assistant, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy, what is it? I was just transferred to you from Tracy. I was wondering if you wanted a little cream in your coffee, Tracy, or some sugar, Tracy, or perhaps a little foam, Tracy? No, I wanted, I like to have my coffee black, Tracy. Tracy wants her coffee black, and uh, Tracy wants her uh, green tea, and uh, I think that's pretty much it for Tracy Enterprises, Tracy. What about Tracy in accounting? Tracy in accounting? Hold on, let me connect you to her. This, this is Tracy in accounting from Tracy Enterprises. I mean... Hi, Tracy. This is Tracy's assistant. Well, Tracy's other assistant. I was calling because I got to the coffee shop and I didn't know what anyone wanted. So I was calling to see if you would like some coffee and what you would like in your coffee. Maybe cream, sugar, foam? Wait, who is this, Tracy? Yes, Tracy, the assistant of Tracy. Uh, her first assistant, her second assistant, the one that gets coffee, Tracy? The one that gets coffee. Okay, yes. Hi, Tracy. I'm. This is me, Tracy, in the county. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. So, what would you want, Tracy? Would you like some coffee, Tracy? Oh, no, Tracy, thank you. I'll just go take a, a glass of water. A glass of water? Sure. Should I put a straw in there, Tracy? Yes, Tracy, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I have to go. I have to answer a lot of... Uh, Questions regarding accounting here at Tracy and Tracy Enterprises. No problem, Tracy, but there's one more thing. I don't know what Tracy Bye. in advertising. Hi, this is Tracy from Tracy and Tracy Enterprises. Hi, Tracy. I got disconnected from Tracy in accounting. I was wondering if you could transfer me to Tracy in advertising. Tracy in advertising is currently out. She's sick, but I can transfer you to her assistant, uh, Tracy. Oh, perfect. Hi, this is Tracy in advertising. How may I help you? Hi, Tracy. Did you just move here? You sound like a true Southern belle. Yes, I just moved here from Texas, Tracy. I'm Tracy from Texas. Hi, Tracy. Well, I'm calling because I'm trying to get 
coffee for Tracy. Wouldn't you like some coffee, Tracy? Okay, you getting coffee for Tracy? Yes. And Tracy? And Tracy. And Tracy? And Tracy. Well, oh, sure. I, I wouldn't mind getting some coffee. How sweet of you. I'll take a coffee with a two lumps of sugar. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. Can you transfer me back to Tracy at the front desk? Oh, I don't have any transferring capabilities, Tracy. Black and uh, maybe Tracy, you can call back and answer. And I'm sure somebody else said uh, Tracy and Tracy and Tracy will answer the phone. Hey, hey, bye. Bye, Tracy. Hi, this is Tracy from Tracy Enterprises. How may I help you? Hi, Tracy. It's Tracy. I get everyone's coffee order. I just want to let you know that I was heading to the coffee shop. I don't give a shit. You want a hot body? You want a boot body? You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. You want a Lamborghini? Sit in martinis. Look hot in a bikini. You better work, bitch. You want to live fancy. Live in a big mansion. Party in France. You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. I need to find out what they do there. I mean, that's part of the charm, don't you think? They don't do anything, or we don't know what they're doing? They do a bunch of, like... They probably work for the CIA if if it's so secretive like that. Dun-dun-dun. They're, like, secret agents. Secret agent women. Secret Asian women. They're Asian. No, agent. Oh, secret Asian. And they all bow down and go, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. No, they're not Asian. I want them to be Asian. Leave me alone. This is a free country. Why are you trying to squabble my dreams? The Tracys are nice, sweet white women. They're not Asian. They could be sweet Asian women. But they're not. And now it's time for Words of Wisdom. wisdom. Words of Wisdom. Today's Words of Wisdom come from the late, great Miss Whitney Houston. Crack is whack. She's right. She is. She's right. She always is. She's right. Always was, always will be. Yes. Oh, feeling it. Oh, I'm twirling. I'm having a pause. This ecstasy kicking in. Uh, DJ Danny Tanega is my favorite. Legendary. Oh, he gets me on the dance floor all night. Legendary. Legendary DJ of Paradise Garage in Twilo in New York City. Legendary. He'll make you want to dance. Legendary. This week's wig of the week is none none other than the Sherry Shepherd. Oh, yes, honey. She has her own wig line. Yes, and she was wearing a beautiful auburn curled loose curled wig today. well she got into it with barbara walters because barbara was defending woody allen saying that i've never seen him um molest anybody i don't know but i've seen him what i have seen is that he's a good father i mean come on now he <laughs> married his uh, teenage stepdaughter he's probably molested that woman right. or that child and sherry shepherd honey i finally she finally made sense after <laughs> From saying that the world is flat to now, you know, <laughs> saying that he was married like, a was, underage girl. It was like Barbara Walters there and they're like, 
basement of their house or in the back room. Like she doesn't. Barbara Walters needs to get off that show. The view is over and the view is tired, honey. I the view's horrible now. I don't watch the view anymore. Now I watch Kathleen Hoda. Those are my new crazy women I like to watch. They're good. They are good. They're drunk all the time. We should be drinking on this show. Yeah, we should. I wouldn't be able to remember anything. I can't remember anything any anyway. Um, so yeah, that is our wig of the week. That ain't your head, you got a wig. Wig, 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 wig. That ain't your head, you got a wig. Well, that's it for our show today. It went by so fast. Yes. Because we, we were so used to having somebody else last week. We having had a guest. Yes. Next week, we're going to prank people again. We haven't done that in a while. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I gotta get, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like raunchy and, and, and bad and edgy. And I just feel like pranking people. So what? Watch out. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Well, everyone, have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Find that special person, whether it be Craigslist, in a bar or at a nice coffee shop. Grinder, um, in a bathroom stall, in a glory hole. Do what you need to do. Back alley. Oh, Love can be found anywhere. In an elevator. Love in an elevator. Anything can happen. What's wrong? Valentine's Day is so sad for me. Because I lactose intolerant and I can't eat candy. You're going to have a horrible Valentine's Day. I am going to have a horrible Valentine's Day. I mean, a great, I meant to say great. I meant no, to say great. No, I meant to say great. I'm sorry. I meant to say great. Uh, Valentine's there's so much pressure to find some love in your life, you know? I really had a good Valentine's Day once when I went to see um, Neo in concert all by myself at the Nokia. That's one of the best Valentines I ever had because I was all by myself. Oh, my God. I get out of here. I'm if sorry. You need me, we'll see you next week. Call me. What? No matter where you, you are. Call you? I'm confused. No matter how far. No way. No way. No way. No way. Stop us, baby. You are Ain't no wig high enough. Sing it. Ain't no panties low enough. Woo, say it again. Get that Valentine Woo. and bang them all night. Woo. Bang those wigs on Valentine. See you next week. Bang those wigs on Valentine. I'm Cha Cha Heels. Bang.